Now. Now you say it. Boner. Thank you. <laughs> what up? What up? We all got secrets. We are on, and we've all had a hell of a week. I we gotta tell had, you. It has been quite a week all around. Quite a week. We oh, are here. Fun. Yeah. The uh, Hitman's here, Mike's here, I'm here, and uh, let's get right into it. Yeah, before we jump into our normal routine, uh, on last week's pod, uh, we talked about what's tough about this podcast, right, is we're, we're taking real-life circumstances and then trying to like discuss them in, in a greater context that applies across the board, right? Mm-hmm. So we discussed uh, an incident with uh, my kids at, at uh, a youth sporting event. Um, and I unintentionally identified the team involved, um, which was first of all, poor, poor taste on my part because I'm trying to drag 12 year olds through the mud. That's not fair. Uh, and more importantly, you know, a baseball team is 12, 13 kids. And I would say on that specific team, overwhelming the majority of them are good kids. So when I said, um, what I said last week, I did, it was in a flow of conversation, didn't, didn't intend it the way I said it. Um, went back the next day, realized it didn't come out the way I had wanted it to. I did remove that part from the podcast. So some of you listening probably have no clue what I'm talking about, and that's cool. Unfortunately, some people heard it, and I apologize. Uh, it probably won't be the last time I put my foot in the ma- my mouth, right? Because uh, uh, I think of the three of us, I'm the most willing to share my life experiences, and, and I do that so people can learn, and I do that so people can laugh. Um and learn from my mistakes on this one. So uh, again, I, um, you know, I, I apologize. I, I did not intend to drag uh, a group of twelve-year-olds through the mud. Uh, Why I may be a, an internet assassin. I, I'm not someone who goes after kids normally. So for that, I'm sorry. Very well. Shout out Wayfair, though. Speaking of going after kids. <laughs> <laughs> That see see we that is how we deflect after the fact. We just go with a freaking sledgehammer and boom, yeah. it's right there. Yeah. Wayfair right in there. But let me just say, uh, first of all, I'm not going to expand on this any further except to say I'd like to thank them all for listening. First of all, just saying, that just means people are listening, right, Mike? Yeah, I mean, uh, you hey. know, it was I think <laughs> it was our fourth um, most li- like for one week of listens. It was our fourth highest episode so far. Look, it was definitely it, it, uh, it got people's attention. Um, I definitely got a lot of feedback on it. Not going to get into that today, just because it's not what I'm doing right now. We can get that feedback on another day, another topic. But uh, you know, it is what it is, and you know, we're moving on from it. And we're, you know, I'll try to be better next time. But again, I, I mean, unfortunately, it's when you're being recorded, you're going to say things that, you, that sometimes maybe you didn't mean to say the way you said it. You know. Yeah. And by the over under on the amount of times that Mike sticks his foot in his mouth tonight is three. Just uh, saying, I'm setting that now. I, I'll drink every time I do. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for that. So, uh, yeah. So let's get into uh, some of the topics. I mean, well, other than that being part of the heck of a week, let's see. Uh, Pittman's got trees falling down across his uh, house. He's got water in his basement. I had some water in my basement. All the I said all three, of, hit, all three of us dealt with water, yeah. Yeah, every, well, the uh, the air conditioning units are starting to work overtime because, yep. you know, the heat has just been unbearable. And mine was minor. I had some puddles in the basement, and it turned out to just be like a compressor or something. It was like a $300 fix. Pittman had three feet. Talk to me, man. What yeah, what I they mean, do? Here's the good news. Story of my life, brother. Story uh-huh. of my life. <laughs> no big pool on Amazon right now. Pittman made his own, you know? Dude, no bullshit. When they opened the hatch for the crawl space last night, I'm like, bro, little did I know we had a pool in the basement. Like, I got to have the kids down there. <laughs> oh, oh it's brutal, dude. It's brutal. Dang. And then when you got trees falling down around you, man. I mean, storms. Yeah, so... so down where I'm at, it's been a high, like, the past week or so, it's been, like, we've had days with, like, 105 up to, like, the 110 heat index to one day. Like, it's been pretty hot down here. Mm. Naturally, in that block of time, central air would take a dump. You know, it's Murphy's Law. Whatever can happen will. Yeah. And I was in Jersey when it happened. We had a couple small window units that we had from before, so luckily we were able to throw them in the windows and breathe in a room or two, you know what I mean? Make do for the time being, but... Was not expecting to find 
three feet of water as the issue. You know what I mean? I'm I'm figuring maybe something tripped or maybe a condenser or something blew out on the unit. I don't know, but anything mm-hmm. other than that. So it is yeah, what it what, is. That's what happened. Well, I know it was a condenser that they replaced, but in my case, it only made like puddles. I mean, geez. Well, I mean, Pittman's at 100. I mean, it's hot up here, but 105 hot, right? So he's, right. His, his unit is probably running more consistently than ours would be. Oh, you better right. believe my unit's on full, yeah. <laughs> full blast. <laughs> Pittman, Pittman's unit, man, come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I had the same thing. My uh, my unit just started, like, all of a sudden we went and uh, we, we finally got, like, the basement unpacked and settled and ready and feeling like we're in like, a normal house again and uh we go in the like the uh, pantry area, and there's water on the ground. And then we go in the other part of the closet, and there's water all. And I mean, it was it was deep enough where like you know the kids could splash puddles in there if they wanted to. Um, and I think it was the same thing. It was a condenser, and the guy said he's like, honestly, I'm doing nothing but fixing these all day now because people's units are just running all the time, and that's what goes. You know, again for us, it was like I want to say buck seventy nine to fix. Um, so it wasn't, it wasn't bad, but it was just a pain in the ass. So we just got everything pa- unpacked. We had to repack a bunch of stuff, and now we're trying to unpack it again, you know, because they want to put it back right away in case the, the thing didn't get fixed correctly. Yeah. So I'm a hey, uh, side note just because uh, we're all here. Does, does Mike sound like a robot to you, Pittman? Uh, off and on, I've heard bits and pieces of breakage, <laughs> but I'm not sure. So Mike gets to be the robot today. I'm just saying. Yeah, something, something. We got something. This Usually isn't really Mike. This isn't really Mike. This is a clone. Uh, yeah. Yes. This is Hal. You know, yeah. this is like uh, 2001 Space Odyssey or something. Or am I going way? Am I am I showing my age on that one? Because we know the Mike real, hasn't the, seen the movie. I the saw. real Mike. The real Mike's in witness protection right now after <laughs> last week, though. <laughs> Hiding from Sheltonham moms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I plead the fifth on that one. Oh man, there we go. So but, uh, speaking here's of the basement, real here's the real what? question: Till you came back from Jersey, right? Yeah. Did you bring COVID with you? Uh, give me 14 days and I'll answer. Okay, okay, okay. Did you, uh, the CDC is saying 10 now. Did you hear that? Right, because because science. This is the. I'm so sick of people talking about the science. Right? They they, they the scientists just keep guessing. Can we just acknowledge? Uh, okay, first, let's also acknowledge one thing. None of us are scientists. Agreed. First of all, okay. <laughs> I mean, a hypothesis is an educated guess, right? Well, a hypothesis is, yeah, it, it is not proven. Right, right. And, and everything with this is not proven. It's new. Sci- science is imperfect. It's oh. always been imperfect. The, the nature of science is to find things out and improve. So the thing that really has stood out to me, and this is like something I've been saying now, is that, and I think I might even say it on here, science is only right until math gets involved. Like, <laughs> since the dawn of time, two plus two was four, right? It has sure. never been four. Where, like, science is constantly evolving, constantly changing, we're learning more, we're exploring more. So, like, with, with this issue, with, like, you're not really going to know the truth about this thing until two to three years from now when you have enough act. Like, like people want to talk about the death rates, right? Talking about the death rates right now is like talking about a player's batting average in, in April. Like, there's guys who hit like 600 in April, but by September, they're hitting 240, right? You know, you want to talk death rates in country, you can't analyze them now. You have to wait until it's gone, and then you, you've seen the full thing. So... Science is only right until math shows up. Well, I mean, a lot of that is true. I think we as human beings have trouble accepting the fact that we don't know what's going on. Because our brains want the answers. We Steve, just don't have them all, right? I'm woke. I know what's going on. I'm oh, woke. you're why well, I got it. That's a- <laughs> <laughs> we found the guy who knows what's going on. Yeah. And... And he's Mike. an idiot in Montgomery County. Jeez. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Who knew, man? Edgar will come get me in any second now. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, so, so back to baseball. Look, this is the week. It's back. We're going to have baseball. We're going to have opening day on Friday. It's happening. I'm, you know what? I, I'm, I'm so upset like that I'm just not excited. 
I still, I can't get over their fight. I can't. You, well, you can. You just don't want to. No, I probably will once I take that first Bryce Harper home run. Yeah. Like, like I want to be excited. I want to. Because, like, like it's. I guess I'm more excited for the Sixers. Maybe that's part of the problem, too. Like, the Sixers are practicing. Yes. But I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm just not excited for baseball because, like, I, I can't. I just keep thinking about those clowns. You know, it's cliche, millionaires fighting billionaires. But that is really what happened. And I can't get over it. I just. I'm sure listen, we all know me, right? The second I see that game on, I'm going to put it on. I'm going to watch. I'm going to get mad at the umpire and then blow up a bunch of Facebook posts and tweets about how umpire sucks and cheat and whatever. But right now, when it not started yet, I'm not excited. Damn. Right. Well, we already know Pittman's uh, not that excited. Hasn't been excited about baseball. Or... Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm over. I'm to be honest with you, I'm almost at the point where I'm over it all. Like it's just like, I f- how long do we put it off before you just call it, or how much of this do we? It, it, and I, and I get it. There's so many variables across the board for all these sports right now. It it's uncharted waters, but at the same time, it's like the window's getting smaller and smaller and smaller. You know what I mean? At some point you got to either, you got to figure it out or you got to scrap it. Like what, what else can we do? No, they did figure it out, right? Every sport's coming. The only thing that's not coming back. Oh, there's a book there. Um, the only sport that is not coming back is college football. Right. Yeah, that's true. And that's different, right? I heard something come out that today. So I'm, I'm still, I'm stealing someone else's thought when I say this. But the difference between college football is, like, these coaches in college have to tell someone's mom, right? Like, I'm going to make your son play. Where the pros are like, I'm paying you to play. You know what I mean? Like, so I get why college football is, is struggling to get – they're still trying, right? SEC is going to do what it can to get out there. But Ivy League's already canceled. A bunch of, like, the lower things have canceled. I don't think college football is going to happen. Maybe in the spring it will. Um, but everything else is coming. I, you know, again, I am excited for the Sixers. I do think – that uh, this this short season or whatever the hell you want to call it, like it favors their young legs. Um, you know they've moved Ben to the four. I'm excited about that move because I don't know many fours who can cover him. And you know somebody I was listening to to Kenny Smith on a podcast today, uh, and he said, you know what, Ben's going to shoot threes all day now because he's not worried about the fans. There's no fans in the building. <laughs> That's how, a fair how, point. Say, how how many times are we going to speculate on whether or not Ben Simmons is going to shoot a three? I'm going to tell you right now, he's going to take two threes at the first game. You think I so? Know. I don't know. I really look. I thought he would take more during the season, and I I don't so know. What under? So you take him under? I I think he's going to be the same Ben as he was before. But I think it's going to work. I think it's going to work because I think they're going to do a little something different. Yeah, he's the four now. Yeah. I'm saying he might might shoot eight three-pointers this season. Regular season or regular season in playoffs? Whatever this this is going on right now. I I think the first couple will dictate the next few, too. You know what I mean? Because he doesn't have any type of confidence there. So if he hits one or two, you might get an extra five or six out of him. Yeah. What's going to ultimately matter is the win. If Ben Simmons, you know, doesn't take a three, but they win 20 games out of, I guess, the 28 or something, then, you know, I'm going to be happy. Because, yeah. you know, if, if Ben's going to do his job and do it consistently and the team around him is going to play well, I mean, that's, that's ultimately the, what I want. Right. I mean, of, course, right. of course I want him to shoot threes because I think it just makes him that much better. But, hey. Well, to touch on what you're saying, too, you, first of all, you got to figure out what the formula to win is. And then in the process, allow him to develop his three and work that into the formula. Because mm-hmm. that, that shot's irrelevant if they're not putting dubs on the board. You know what I mean? Of course. You know what would make me happy? Yeah, if just would give me my money back from all those regular season games that didn't happen. They haven't done that yet? Now nah, I think they're trying to hold it like, to apply it to next season. But I already informed them that I'm out on next season. So oh. at some point, I'm going to get it back. But they're... They're earning interest on my money, goddammit. Stimulus 3.0. I know, right? Well, luckily, the next Trump check's coming, so. But, the, you know, the biggest news is you're out. You're out on the process. Uh, no, no, no. I'm still only on the process, but I'm out on what were $1,200 seats are now $3,000. Ah. Yeah, welcome to it. Yeah. yeah no, no, yeah, yeah you're, you're out on the moment. 
because we yeah. are in the moment now. That's how they market. I mean, once, you, once you took me up by 150%, I'm like, okay. like Especially because like when we first bought those tickets, like I went to – so I'm, I was splitting on three ways. So I had 14 tickets. I probably went to 12 and 14 games. Um, this season, I think I went to one. Mm. So And like they're wrong. They Dude, were it's, selling, it's, they were selling really, really well. But once you take them to three thousand dollars, how much how much room is there for profit? You know what I mean? Right. So. That's, that was big. Why I got rid of mine too, man. Yeah. The markup and and you know, I mean, we got there to buy. Dude, when we got in, I couldn't. I literally could yeah. not give tickets to people for you games. Didn't get people didn't. People did not even want to go. I mean, you know how bad it was when we first got in. What we they gave you as a gift, like I think it was ten or fifteen free games towards the season. Well, like my, I, when uh, I bought my tickets, I got like tw- I think it was fifteen free games from the year that I bought my tickets for the next season of. Over the span of two seasons, Michael and I saw thirteen consecutive losses. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was I mean, we got in at the ways. bottom and and we rode to the top, and and you know, as per normal, you get close to the top, they start to stiff arm people out because yeah. now it's about maximizing profits. They don't care about us. Yeah, which is fine. I don't care. It's a business. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, whatever. Uh, well, and so does it seem like that for season ticket holders, there's no happy medium anymore? Well, I mean, $3,000 for the product on the court isn't bad. And these were decent seats. These were, I think, second row, the upper level. So I could have went back and got cheaper. But for me, it was it was the totality of it. It was the price increase that the there wasn't an opportunity to make the money I was making, and then right. I was wasn't going to as many games. So for all those reasons, I'm like, all right, let's say the end of the season we make, let's say we make fifteen hundred bucks. Well, I'm split it three ways. So it's five hundred bucks a guy. Is five hundred bucks a guy really worth the hassle of posting on Facebook because tonight's tickets didn't sell yet and all that stuff? Right. And, you know, it, dude, it, not it, for nothing too, but also like, and this might sound cheesy, but. The perks that came associated mm-hmm. with the first few years of having those tickets, yeah, kind of offset the blow of the cost. You know what I mean? Because you sure. knew, like, at some point down the line, you were going to get a little something, or maybe they throw you a bone here yeah. or there, and then that just, it, as you know, they got good and hey, f you, we we got yeah. you now, you know. Yeah, and all of a sudden you hear people going to like events and and because we were upper level, we didn't get invited to that event and stuff like that. But I mean, Michael's met Ben, Michael's met Joel, Michael's met everybody. So it's like, like we had our moments. He's the sprinkler kid. Right. He is. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I wish Dom could have got some of those experiences, but I'll find opportunities for Dom in different ways. You know what I mean? I mean, still, we all know the greatest thing that came out of it, right. Was when Michael got to be on the uh, dunk squad for tonight. It's phenomenal. Dude, that was the best. Like tell, tell that story for those who don't know. So it was the same night where his like Ben Simmons video went like locally viral. And like like so we went to the draft party for when the Sixers drafted Ben Simmons. Um, you know, Michael's on my shoulders. I'm ready for the pick. We all knew with me, Ben. We were hyped for Ben. Remember, there was a little swell, like, oh, maybe they'll take uh Ingram, but we all knew they were taking Ben, right? You know? So I just had the camera running on Michael just so I could I could have that moment for us later on. And uh, he was, like, real cool in the video. He's doing, like, sprinkler dancing, screaming. He's crying at one point. So, like, I just, like, tweet it, like, harmlessly, like, whatever. And then next thing you know, we're getting, like, hundreds of retweets. Baron Davis um, favored it and retweeted it. Uh, a couple people on the Sixers organization. So, he, you know, it was a cool moment for him. He actually ended up getting interviewed on, like, a radio station in Jersey over it. He was like six. So he said, like, nothing on the radio. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that Ooh. same nothing. That same night, they were having like a charity auction, um, but because they were bad, no one was there. So I can't remember if only one person bid against me or nobody bid against me. But uh, for 150 bucks, he got uh, he got to be on the Sixers Dunk Squad for the night. So he's you know dancing on the court on timeouts, throwing T-shirts in the crowd. Dude, that and was like, a bargain. The, I remember that. 150 yeah, bucks. We got four sweet tickets, so we're all sitting in the suites for it. He got like all kinds of Sixer swag, and like what was cool was like like he did a re- like he like he's a ham, so he like embraced the moment. So every time we saw the Dunk Squad after that, and they always took care of me. They pulled him out to dance with him. We would be at other draft parties, and they'd throw like whatever they're throwing in the crowd, they'd throw it right to him because they knew who he right. was. So we got it back tenfold on it. Like like Michael 
it got to the point where we went to the Sixers game and he was more there to see the dunk squad than he was even the Sixers because he looked at them like friends. And you know, like Christian Crosby, great dude. We got to know him through all these things. Um, so all those experiences were, were awesome. Uh, you know, I'm happy. Do you remember handing Crosby an eight by 10 and him like, I don't think I've ever signed a picture. <laughs> he, he said to me, he said to me and Michael, he's like, you guys make me feel so special. Um, I'm like Christian. You make Michael feel special. So it's, it's we um a year ago he started kicking off his uh, clothing line. Um, he does that live life nice clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to the Sheltonham Foot Locker release for his stuff. Michael, I think, had baseball or soccer, so I took them. And Chris walked right up to us. He's like, "Hey guys, it's good to see you guys." You and we're talking like you know it's hard for us to get down there now. You know, and he said the same thing. It's it's real busy. It's popping now. Uh, but like, like Christians basically become like a friend, now. you know, like he's yeah, a man. good treat and in my eyes treat my kids right. And, and whatever's good. That's what it's all about, dude. And he's yeah. really such a nice guy. Yeah. So how come right, I never, how, how come I never met him? Uh, you didn't get on the ground floor, man. You know, I, I'm a, he could have hooked me up. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you think he's going to come find you on the penthouse level, Steve? You got to work with him. <laughs> Steve had them lower level seats for a year. <laughs> so, uh, NBA. Man, let's just talk NBA in general. Dude, this bubble, man. You ha- so, so, we have a source on inside, right? We have a bubble mole. Ladies so and gentlemen, this, this, a this bubble is, mole. I like a bubble, it. The NBA bubble mole. This is like 100% truthful. Like, I, yeah, uh, so like this I, is uh, not... without going into too much detail, I know somebody who works within the NBA bubble. I will not yeah. say what they do, I will not say who they work for, I will not say who they are, but I know someone who works there and they've just been telling me general stories about. Yeah. The uh, what the basically the stories have been around a lot of what the players are getting delivered to them. Yeah, hookers. Yeah, well, we haven't confirmed, but <laughs> let's just say all I all I know is this: there have been some late night deliveries in uh, SUVs with tinted windows, and, and no one seems to know what they are. But there's one- a lot of speculation. There's one team that can't receive personal packages anymore, right? Uh, that is, uh, we won't say who, but uh, <laughs> apparently there is a team that is restricted now. They've put a restriction on them, and I don't even know what the restriction means, but they're, they're, let's, just, like, let's just say they're getting watched. Yeah, and like, some of the stuff was harmless. Like The one guy got like, a couple of video game systems, right? Yeah, so- well, I mean, there's, yeah, there's a lot of stories of players. Like for The local Best Buy in Orlando is getting a workout. And is yeah. making money money hand oh, over dude, fist. I'm sure Amazon's yeah. probably getting murdered right now. <laughs> Everywhere to deliver got... anything. Oh well, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. They're just like <laughs> room got a fridge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, let's say full size refrigerators. Uh, the yeah, they're just gaming systems left and right. Seventy inch TVs, big screen TVs. It's it's like the the Best Buy there is making a killing. Because, you know, these guys are showing up and they're just, like, remaking their rooms with all of this tech. I've also seen, like, players, obviously, now we live in a digital age, so everyone's got a voice and they're putting stuff out on multiple platforms. I see players all the time now. Like, earlier, I forget who it was, but they were basically saying that, like, certain players are getting preferential treatment and... I saw something like somebody was saying basically LeBron had a whole building to himself, like sarcastically, but like trying to explain how different it is for some of the lower tier guys versus these mega superstars. I mean, not for nothing. Why are the Suns there? Why are the Suns there? (laughs) No. Dude, I mean, but not for nothing. Look at the entertainment we got out of it. Who was that? Holmes? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but this is this is kind of matches some of the stories I'm hearing and that, you know, some of the higher end guys are obviously spending the most and, and they're just like bringing in the biggest stuff. Some of them have, have even brought in, uh, I guess they've gotten some kind of waiver, some kind of permission. They are bringing in personal chefs. Yeah, that, that list was like circulating on the Internet the other day. Um, ben Simmons ended up on there. Um, but like I, I think like. Like that, I get right. Like hey. some of these guys are trying to put like good stuff in their body. Um, yeah, and I, like I don't know if if like like the Disney Kitchen is putting out like good tasting food, but I don't know as if it far has as health goes right. 
Right. If you're trying to to, to stick to a specific diet, um, I don't know that. Yeah, so I'm I cool thought, with that. I would have thought like the NBA would have had their own people in there preparing meals or whatever. Yeah, they could have brought chips old cook down there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how the negotiations totally went with Disney as far as what the NBA could, uh, you know, who was well, who Steve, was doing what. You need to get us a mole in Disney now, too, Steve. Oh. <laughs> I didn't say where the mole worked. I'm just saying it could be no, Disney, could secrets. be could be NBA. I mean, uh, could be uh, that's fair. Could be Best Buy. I mean, that's I'm fair. just saying. <laughs> but yeah, we may get some stories here every now and then. And this uh, isn't the first mole that we've dealt with. What's that? No, no oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yes, loose lips sink ships. Shout out the mole. Shout out the mole. The original <laughs> mole. The original mole. That's an inside joke. Only a few will get. Yes, five dollar footlongs. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, I'm excited. Like, so you see the Clippers? Like, two players have left already, claiming family emergencies or whatever. I uh, did not. I, I mean, I haven't heard that yet. Who are are they? Anyone big? Patrick Beverly and uh-huh. and, and Montrez Harrell. So okay. two starters, right? Unless Harrell's are sixth man, but either way, very important players. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I will. I, you know, are they are they just kind of getting you know going out now and we're just waiting for the playoff part of this to start? I guess because the Clippers they're not in danger of not making the playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Yeah, but like I saw again the digital age. I think it was Lou Williams put a tweet out about like what other team you know has two guys coming off the bench for eighteen points a game. Blah blah blah. But bro, like half your upper squad is on load management. I would expect bench players to be putting more points in with that right. being said. You know what I mean? And why Lou can drop 18, he couldn't guard me. Right. <laughs> right. Where Beverly, Beverly is one of the best defensive players in the NBA. You know? Oh, for sure. He's a premier defender. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, one thing Lou could always do is score. One of my favorite Patrick Beverly, for those of you who haven't saw it, was when he was guarding LeVar Ball. He was so far up in that kid. <laughs> Do yourself a favor and YouTube that Patrick Beverly, Lavar Ball, mm. uh, not Lavar. Um, you know what I'm talking about the the kid on Lonzo. On the, yeah, Lonzo, Lonzo Ball when he was guarding Lonzo Ball. Yeah, Lavar, Lavar would be a lot easier to guard. I'm just saying. Uh, uh, maybe forever. not, Steve. I don't know <laughs> if you know Lavar or not, but he never lost. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, but Lamar wrote all those checks, and then Lonzo had to catch him for the first two seasons. Yeah. All the players just going at him. It's insane. Everyone went hard at him. Jeez. So you got anything else on the bubble here? We, uh, we're, we're more psyched about the NBA? Yeah, I, I mean, I think naturally Pittman and I are, are bigger basketball fans than baseball fans anyway. Yeah. Um, so, so and, and, I, and I just think that – like you're not hearing any drama out of Sixers camp outside of that Australian kid they just signed couldn't come over. That's literally the only drama surrounding this team right now. For for once they're the drama free team. Yeah, they're right. Usually with, the one with that that worries me. It's like go, you know, go back to March. Like I think people forget how much drama was on this team in March. And Bead was flipping off the fans. You know, like yeah, like we've forgotten about all that. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but I mean, we've also had what stimulus checks, pandemic. We've had a lot to help us forget this year. <laughs> yeah, this really awesome podcast that started. Yeah, there you go. Uh, tick pissed off Sheltonham moms. Uh, fireworks everywhere. Yes, we. Oh well, but, but Mike, first of all, come on. You don't think we're gonna let you totally off the hook with all this? Uh, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> we had to put Mike on a 14-day quarantine. That's yeah. it. Quarant- what the hell's a quarantine? It's the opposite of a quarantine. Okay. God bless you, Steve. God bless you. <laughs> Speaking of God bless Steve. What? Oh, yes. Steve has a new hobby. Oh, yeah. I know. Four years too late. I'm, yeah. on, I'm on the Steve train. just entered 2016 and started playing Pokemon Go. Yeah. I'm there. I'm, ca- I'm playing catch up to all y'all. It's a shame you didn't start like in March because this is like it, it like it's you go to a park and you play right and like you can yeah. do it by yourself or with your kid and so I'm I'm happy for your plan like like it doesn't look like it but I've walked almost ten thousand kilometers playing this game. 
to me. I, um, I, I could see now where you do it. Cause I actually yeah. got out today and walked with it and, and, yeah. and, uh, you know, did a little bit of that. So yeah, I actually just gone on the train this week because cool. my, my son kind of caught wind of it. And I just said, you know what, let's put it on his app. See if he takes to it. And he just got hooked mm-hmm. minute one minute one. He's hooked. He's why he wants to watch YouTube videos on how to learn and he's taken to it. He's, you know, he knows everything about it. So I decide no, I'm trying, I actually did try an account in 2016 for like a day or two. And I just, didn't take to it and I just kind of let it hang out there. But I went back to it and found my account and just refired it up. And now my thing is I want to get better at it so I can help guide him and like send him gifts and things like that and, and, and do things like that. So, and now that he, I think he's old enough to understand it. Now I see the bonding where him and I can bond. Cause we yeah. went out today, even in the rain, we just hung in the car. I found an area where there's about six or seven poke stops in a row near Glen Olden Park. And nice. we just went we just went up and down and hit them all. Yeah. And and did that for like two hours. And it was it was something else. So we're in. And just in time for this big festival this weekend. Yeah. Which well, I have I'm not prepared for at thing, all. Normally this thing is a huge deal. It was it's been in Chicago. I've never gone just because my life doesn't allow me to travel for a video game, but I mean, I have friends who have gone. And Loser. It's a, yeah, right. <laughs> I, it's an electric event. Like everyone who goes talks about how great it is. You get people from all, like, like tens of thousands of people from all over the world, like, come to Chicago to play this game. Like, it's like another level. So this year with quarantine and pandemic and everything, they they don't want to bring tens of thousands of people to Chicago, so they're just letting you do this special event wherever. So this weekend, uh. On Saturday and Sunday, you, if you go to the right park, you might see a bunch of uh, middle-aged, out-of-shape men chasing Pokemon on their phone. As opposed to middle-aged, out-of-shape men chasing other things. <laughs> like ice cream trucks, uh, <laughs> middle-aged women, underage women. I don't know. <laughs> calm down, calm down. Okay. Good Lord. We're going to keep plugging Wayfair all, all popular. We, we all got secrets, man. I'm telling you. But, uh, so I, yeah, I'm trying to get all this and you know, it, it, it is a little overwhelming cause there's so many things like, I don't know what I should be going after. Like, should I be going out and taking down gyms? Should I be getting, jumping in raids? I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I actually did take down a gym today just because there's a gym, like a half a block for me. And I just went in there and battled and happened to win it. So I didn't have any po- – I put, like, a, a, a little Pokemon in there just to have a Pokemon in there. An hour later, somebody parks this big behemoth Pokemon in there. Steve, you got to learn the levels, though. Like, you got to, like, make sure you drop a name, a Pokemon in there with, like, a ass eater or something. You got to change the name. <laughs> you want to leave your stamp on a gym when you put a Pokemon <laughs> in it. Name a Pokemon like Epstein didn't kill himself. Put him in a gym. <laughs> Am I on the level where I can do that yet? I just so unfortunately, you used to be able to see the Pokemon's names and gems, and then a lot of people did that. So you could now you only see what type of Pokemon you can see the trainer's name. So you can make your name like "Tis the Season," um, but ah. otherwise they, they won't see that stuff. And like I have friends who have had their names like like the company that runs the game, they've basically taken their name away because it was like. I am Sir Bangs a lot, you know? <laughs> so I, I know like Pittman, you used to play. Do you still do it? Uh, no, I've actually donated my account to charity. Oh. And let it go. Yeah. Okay. I think, well, don't know what that means, but hell. <laughs> you'll, you'll find out someday. Okay. <laughs> Now, but I mean, so in my house, all all five of us play. Um, we haven't been playing as much lately just because we're not going. Like, it's a game you play when – it's not a fun game to play at your house, right? Uh-huh. It's a fun game to play when you're on the move. But until recently, we weren't on the move as much. So, um, but at, I mean, at one point, literally all five of us were playing, just walking parks and having fun. And it's been – it's taken us to some cool places. We've done Valley Forge with it. We did a Red Bank Battlefield in New Jersey with it. Um, it you know, and, and the point, like, the stop, the game takes you to, like, these places 
so you can like, all right, I'm at this cannon. Let me read about this cannon while I'm catching Pokemon stuff like that. It's it's uh, it's it's kind of ingenious in what it's getting. You'll kids see, Steve, up. when it's like three in the morning, you're like, shit, I'm in my neighbor's yard, three blocks away. Uh, <laughs> it gets yeah. real. That used to cost you what twenty beers and uh, you know some drugs to have that happen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, now you're that's doing it sober. That's a whole different kind of Pokemon, Steve. <laughs> Got to catch them all, <laughs> man. No, I no, like I would find interesting things. Like I went to my old hometown of Glen Olden, and one of the cool things was that, you know, they they would put gyms in places that are like things from my youth, and uh, like there's a. Uh, there, this like is like when the uh, Red Sea parted, they got one there. Oh or? come on, man! I'm, you know, I'm not going to Israel here for crying out loud. <laughs> I'm, yeah, not, I'm not Methuselah. <laughs> Methuselah over here. No, so the, the story is, you know, uh, the old my old Glen Olden Boys Club uh, used to be the Boys Club. It's now a youth club. Uh, they have a snack stand at the football field, and the snack stand is named after a childhood friend of mine who passed away at the age of 14. And uh, they actually put a gym there, named it after the kid. Cool. And I and I saw it there, and I'm like, man, that for some reason I just find that awesome that that's well, what, there. What's cool is if you get to level forty in the game, you can start like submitting like suggestions for gyms and stops, and sometimes they get approved. Yeah. So, <clears throat> um, with with quarantine, this game is kind of getting popular again because it is something you can do in this current environment. So when we moved up here, there's a bunch of like kids like Michael's age who just started playing the game. So they were talking to one day about all these new gyms and stops that have been appearing up here lately. And I was like, you're looking at the guy who's making them up here. So now I'm like the cool dad up here already. Oh, man. You should start going around to like all the torn down statues and requesting gyms be made there. (laughs) I bet you most of them. Well, that's what's interesting is I bet you most of them were stops their gyms already so like they can only be removed from the game if niantic knows they were torn down so there's going to be some that will remain in game for a long time until like they find out that it was torn down right interesting uh, like, i heard there's a pokey stop on little saint james island but i've never been so oh boy <laughs> here we go here we go. <laughs> so yeah i'm in i'm in like flynn and I'm at level 15. And Steve's going to catch them all. I'm going to catch them all. So now, but now I'm starting to realize it's like, okay, your bag gets full. And, you know, you're, you're, you have and to you gotta empty your... your bag. So you're out there yeah. throwing your balls at everything, Steve. I know. <laughs> you're, throw, you're throwing your balls at everything. You're unloading your potions. I mean, Jesus. I. <laughs> so We're... now you got to, so now you got to transfer Pokemon. What the hell is this? I mean, I, I don't. You're sending them to Professor Willow so you can do research. Yeah. Okay. So I got to figure that Willow out. Willow Smith. Now. They're gonna. You're gonna send them to Willow Smith. They're gonna have an entanglement. You'll get them back. <laughs> I think we should. We should have a segment each week. Um, one minute of Steve's Pokemon journey. Okay. Um, and Steve's gonna tell us the places this game. Because you don't want to know the places I've gone playing this game. Like, oh, bro. Dude, I went through so like there were like so many neighborhoods that I was going through, and like afterwards, I was like, "You, you were an idiot." Um, Dude, not for nothing too, but in the beginning, and because you and I both just like the Sixers, Steve. Again, you want to hop in when things are great, but that's another story. In the beginning, <laughs> before the dust had settled, Mike and I were there blazing a trail through the land of Pokemon Go. Yeah, yeah, I. You and know what? Early on, before they figured it out. There were some fucked up locations for a lot of these spots, dude. They did remove a lot in the beginning. Well, well like, like North, North Philly is like a gold mine for Pokemon. Um, the gym center. Right. So uh, one of the most ridiculous things in retrospect was, so remember when that guy was like holed up in the house and had like, it's like the SWAT team pinned in a room and like they were being held hostage kind of up yeah. by Temple Hospital. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, I was working the gyms in that area, and like while that's like all like going on, I, I, on my way home, I stopped through that neighborhood and took some gyms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And when I got home, I was like, "Yeah, not the best idea." But like, you're an animal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love and, it! And like 
Six o'clock news, man at. gets killed in crossfire taking right. Pokemon, Jim. That's going to end up in a news article. The one time I was battling Jim at K&A, and uh, some dude is, like, he was clearly on wet, right? Butt naked, trying to fight a Septibus, screaming, yelling. I'm just, like, tapping away as quickly as I can, trying to take this Sounds gym out. Sounds like you won already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, the, great, the great thing is, last week, I wouldn't have got this. No, and no. now, now I get it. I get why you're saying. Yeah. Jeez. So I, I, so yeah, I'll do, I'll do a little bit of, uh, we'll, we'll do a little Pokemon podcasting here. Yeah, Steve, you can two for one. Because if you travel down to the bodega for your weekly wrap snacks, you'll find some Pokemon stuffs. Yeah. I mean, what, but will will I get like more Pokeballs out there or Pokeballs or will I get like unusual Pokemon out there? Or is it the same shit I'm getting around here? Uh, I mean, I don't want to go too far into it today just because for all the people who don't play, this is boring the hell out of them. Right, right. <laughs> but the game, the game has, like, biomes. So, in in like, there are certain types that you would catch in a city, and you wouldn't catch those types on a beach because you would get uh-huh. – or, like, like in a water area. Like, we lived near a lake, so we had a lot of water po- – or near, like, a creek. Yeah. So there was a lot of water Pokemon near the house we used to live in. Gotcha. It's, it's a lot like life, though, Steve. You want to remember that all Pokemon matter. Uh-huh. I agree. Uh, I'm all for equality. Well, I mean, I'm all for equality here. Not Rattata. Rattata doesn't matter. Oh. No. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I'm at the stage where, you know, you're you're finding a lot of the Krabby. Are the Krabbies, like, good to have? I would avoid the crab. Uh, really? I would probably call Teladoc, but that's just my yeah, advice. Well, shit, I, you know... <laughs> you go in all these weird places looking for Pokemon, you're bound to get crabs. I mean... Well, stop poking stuff, you won't get grabbed. <laughs> Pretty simple, honestly. True, true in life and true in Pokemon Go. So uh, we had a couple of uh, side stories, and uh, we can go off on some of the uh, weird news of the week. And Mike found one that was uh, mildly interesting because we have been talking about KFC lately. I mean, this is, this is like... I, I, I don't even know what to say. Like, this is where we are now. Yeah. So, like, like the six hit slogan was "Welcome to the moment." Welcome <laughs> to the moment. <laughs> well, whatever this moment is. So the the story is that somehow it, maybe you have some details, but they have figured out or they are looking into because three D printers are the rage now. Another rage. I, I know a guy who has one, and he's printing all sorts of shit. Uh, they're figuring out a way to three D print chicken. Does that mean yeah. you get a discount on flashlights, Steve? I well, <laughs> is it is it wrong that I got that joke? I <laughs> I think it'd be more good if you didn't get that joke. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so we're we're at the point of three D printing chicken and you know, three D printing food. Now this kind of makes sense because eventually the world's going to run out of chicken because we're just eating so much goddamn chicken in this world. Nah, because they keep punching them with human growth hormone, so so we ain't gonna run out of chicken. And there is no way that three D printing a chicken is like better for your body than whatever their whatever hormones they're pumping into the chickens right now. How does it work? What so, do we do? I only read like a paragraph because, I, generally speaking, I get my news from headlines. I just find life's easier that way. Uh huh. So. I only read like a paragraph and basically what they're trying to do is they're trying to use the printers and it said that they're working with animal cells and other stuff to make the flavor of chicken. So you're not clearly not actually getting chicken. You're getting something. It's almost like tofu, I guess, like something that's supposed to taste like chicken. Right. right. But I, I mean, what's the difference, Steve? You can only have a spoonful of the shit. Well, yeah, I'm getting a little better. Three spoonfuls, thank you. Okay. Like, what problem are they solving? <laughs> I I don't know. I well, I mean, eventually they they think they're going to run out of chicken. I mean, that that the demand is going to get overwhelming. I mean, there's no way anyone eats this, right? I tell you right now, what problem they're solving? You want to get rid of panhandlers across America? Drop a can of printed chicken flavored meat in their hand. It's over. <laughs> And you saw, you saw where, like, so who KFC is working with to make this, right? Mark Zuckerberg. Nah, even worse, Russia. Oh boy. 
Here we go. What if, what if Edward Snowden is the uh, brains behind this? <laughs> what if he knows something? I mean, yeah. you know, he knows a lot, right? <laughs> I, well, just when you think, I mean, you know, we're going, we could be getting Ukraine over here. We could, you know, this could get linked to Hunter Biden, and all of a sudden, who knew that the real collusion was between Russia and KFC? Uh, you know. <laughs> And but now, well, let's see. Is- well, who else does KFC own? Taco Bell, Pizza Hut. That's the Yum Brands right there. Pepsi, I think, is part of that. I mean, you're this is big conglomerate. Wayfair, come on, oh, the list if- keeps going. Did <laughs> 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 just- <laughs> Wayfair shut down yet? Is Wayfair is Wayfair still open? I hope not. I'm still waiting I'm- on a cabinet. <laughs> oh, I'm still getting marketing emails. I know that much. I ordered a rug from them, and I'm still getting marketing emails. For how much we've talked, like, on and off the pod about it, I'm shocked that I don't get, like, Facebook ads for Wayfair now. I know. You should be getting at least three of them a day, the way that thing listens to you. God. Yeah. So. But this is, we take a little story like this, and eventually, let's see, four degrees, it gets back to Wayfair. It's like the six degrees of separation here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How far, how long does it take for Pittman to link it to Wayfair? Uh, Until they do something about Wayfair. Well, <laughs> which you know, maybe never, or maybe it's already. Dude, well, well, how about did you see that that judge got killed? Yeah, yes. Okay, well, okay, yeah. Yeah. This, no, the judge did not, right? The judge was the one who lived. Yes, the son. The son died. The husband is in critical condition, and it now has come. You know, the lawyer is a suspect who now has been linked to another murder. I just caught that. I don't know which one, but apparently he was linked to another murder. I, I have to get updated on the news. Epstein? I, well, Epstein's how long? Murder? There is an Epstein link because the judge had a case that's linked to Epstein through Against Deutsche Bank. The, uh, yeah, yep, yep. At Deutsche Bank, which now links it to Trump, gotta say. I Just, just make sure you pass the Deutsche to the left-hand side. Deutsche pass the Deutsch. I was alive for that song. I'm not even ashamed. I was 11. Come on. Wait, you know uh, what year a song came out? Uh, that one I do. 83, I believe. How do you know this? Because I used to be a like? DJ, and I'm really good with 80s music. Quad City DJs? Uh, Quad City. Come on, ride the train. <laughs> Trump train. <laughs> woo, woo. The Pokemon train. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, yeah. So here we are, the, 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 the uh, conspiracy theory tangent. Yeah, well, first... The, that is a little crazy, that, that that whole story. This isn't conspiracy. You can reach out and grab a hold of this shit. This is happening in real world. Well, I know that no, you're right. It's it, this one may be a little bit too real. I mean, because because I God, mean at some know. point at some point there's too many coincidences, right? Well I mean, dude, they're saying jet fuel couldn't melt Epstein. That's all I know. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think he used that joke last week. Yeah, that's it. Uh... <laughs> That's gonna take. That's gonna take some people a while. So you're right. Yeah, this this one, you know, entirely too real. But the amount of layers that are just coming up on it now, and and you know, the the lawyer is basically an incel. You know, yeah. I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if if there are at least two more layers, two more things getting linked to that story by the time the weekend's up. Hey. I, I mean, I, I like, I'm almost afraid to talk about it at this point. Like, to be, to be like crazy, like honest, like it's just, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I used to make fun of my sister-in-law, um, yeah, because, because she so the brownies or the conspiracies, a different sister-in-law, a different sister-in-law. Um, but like, I used to like tease her and say that she swore that 9/11 was an inside job, right? Like, I was that dude who teased her, and she didn't even think that way. But I, and now I look at the stuff, and I'm like. Uh, it, it, uh, like dots, just like I'm not connecting dots; they're just connecting in front of me. Well, well this is the have... thing. Like Steve was saying, I, I like that that layers thing because if there is a lot of layers to a lot of these things, and on the surface, a lot of those layers are complete BS. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like you just said, when you can visibly see these dots connecting without any kind of la- it, it just it's really happening, dude, and it. it I mean, this, this, these are these are federal judges and and lawyers, New York City lawyers involved. They're going to have their hands in a lot of stuff. They're going to 
come across a lot of cases, and that's going to like just put the tentacles out. So somebody on the internet's going to hear this judge was attached to a case that, oh, by the way, just happens to have a link to Epstein, gone. Internet's going with it. Now all of a sudden Twitter's going with it and things are coming out or, or they're adding things to it and people go crazy. That's what happens. Yeah, I mean, even if ten percent of it's true, it's wild. Yeah. And there's going to be there's there's probably a ten percent like this lawyer who who's done all this has probably got his hands in something that we don't want to know about or <laughs> something weird, and it it may eventually come out. We probably we might not even know about it yet. It might just be something totally different. Yeah. Like we all thought it might have been related to this whole Deutsche Bank thing, and and chances are it's not. It's really not. Right. And we just lost Pittman. <laughs> So while while he's gone, tell me uh, three uh, things you don't like about him. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? It'll get back to him, and I'm afraid of him. We all we've already established that. I love I'm him. to invite him back in. Um, think, or... Was it was it just a uh, lost the uh, target, or did he just get sick of us uh, downing conspiracy? Yeah, he left frozen. I don't. He saw me pointing. I was trying to point to see if he was still. With us or not? Um, Uh-oh. Let me try Uh-oh. this. All right. We can edit later or uh, not. Yeah. Let me see what happens when I do this. I'm calling him right now. Okay. We'll see if we, we get him back. If we get him, we're doing a prank call. All right. Unless well, he didn't pay his phone bill. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. It could be a, it could be a connection thing, or I pissed them off. You don't want to do it. <laughs> I'm going to stop uh, recording. Power oh, surge here. Everything. Oh yeah, we just got a message from Pittman. Power surge. Everything just blacked out. Oh, what? This proves everything. We're Dude. talking about the conspiracy theories and New York lawyers, and they're they're after us. We got to end this now, man. This is it. This is where he, we go out. He is the closest <laughs> person in proximity to Washington D.C. right now, dude. It's happening in front of our eyes. <laughs> <laughs> this is well. We are at about the end, so we are going to end it here. And I think that is a perfect ending. Is that Pittman just got taken out by the assassin's bullet? So. I would, like to be on the, I would like to be on the record right now. I don't believe any of it. <laughs> yeah, it's, and, and jet fuel can melt steel, steel beams. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. My the, go- the, the government isn't that smart to organize a whole thing about 9-11. They're just not that smart. Right. They're not that coordinated. You should know. Uh, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but, but, but I will say... JFK, Lee Harvey Oswald did not act alone, and Epstein did not kill himself. Those two, I'm totally on. I thought you were going to go JFK. Okay. What else do I have to say? Pittman, we we thought we thought they got you. We were dude, dude, we the we were knocking. This was, <laughs> dude. We were totally on the whole. We were talking about conspiracy theories that they took you out. Like we were there. We were just like, you know, you're the closest one to Washington, D.C. CIA was on your case, man. Honest to God, I thought it. I just started screaming, take me home. <laughs> the record, second that you dropped, Steve started ripping you. I said, he's our friend. I, I believe it 100%, too. That's one of those layers that Steve was just talking about. The topic was three things we hate about Pittman. I came up with 18. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> and that was just number one for you, so I can't imagine. <laughs> oh, man. So you're good, though. You had a power surge. You're all good. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully That's I'm it. good. It, they're Not still it. working down the street, so I don't know if they hit something or what, but I just had like a complete blackout in my house. This is, that, that's how it's happened in Die Hard, man. They took out the power to Nakatomi. All of a sudden, I know the helicopters it. came. <laughs> Blackout was the name of the Meth and Red album, wasn't it? That is true. Good album. Good album. <laughs> Steve's lost. He's like, 90s hip hop? I have no clue. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm just 80s Blonde music. Blonde Cities was like gangster rap for him. So. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> He's like, dude, I've got bars for days. 
dude, dude, I'm, I'm like, I'm like Mark Morrison, Return of the Mac. That was where I go. Hey, come on, don't tell me that's not a banger. It is. Oh, big time. Still, still fills the dance floor. I'm telling you, that. Uh, shit, I could go like next too close, man. You could still drop my, a little. You my can guess still... is that that song and osteoporosis would simultaneously <laughs> fill the dance floor. <laughs> Listen, if you're getting out on a dance floor dancing to Return of the Mac, your colonoscopy appointment is next week. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's fair. And, and, and if you know that uh, Pasta Deutsche was by Musical Youth and was released in 1983, your AARP card is in the mail. We're at that point. Dead silence on that one. Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> I got some time on my AARP, Steve. <laughs> yeah, I say, dude, I'm not even 40 yet, homie. Not even 40 yet. I'll be 50 in a, a year and a half. God damn. And that's going to be a hell of a party because we'll finally be out of the quarantine, I hope. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. We'll have the vaccine. I mean, look what we're getting two deals on the vaccine, aren't we now? Like, yeah. like five. You know what? Since you brought it up, I'm gonna have a birthday party for for my son in two weeks. Oh, okay. Um, what I'm doing is like you can do like you can rent laser tag, like outdoor courses. Oh yeah. So they'll come in your backyard. They'll set up like the places to hide. I figure each kid can just have a gun and hold it right. So they're not changing stuff back and forth. They're outside playing. What I'm gonna do though is rather than like having Michael invite people. I'm going to go to their parents and say, that way, if a parent's uncomfortable with this scenario, they don't have to deal with breaking their kid's heart, right? Because their kid won't even know. So, right. like, I already, I already talked like I talked to two parents. Like, one kid heard me, but I already knew that kid's dad was going to be cool with it. So, like, I wasn't necessarily worried there. But, like, Dom had his moment with the, the car parade, and I think in that time that was appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like an outdoor party with a couple kids, I ain't talking about having 75 Dude, it's kids awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. You know? So the rules are simple. Yeah. Stay home if you sick. Come over if you thick, dog. It's <laughs> <laughs> such a good meme. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm trying to get together now where we'll have something for his birthday in like nice. mid August. So nice. I'm in for some 3D printed chicken if you got it. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Holy smokes. You know, you notice lately that one of the big memes out there is like everything is cake on the internet. Have you seen that? No. Oh, you haven't seen it? it might, maybe I'm the one who's seeing it. Maybe I just want everything to be cake. It's like they'll, they'll say something on Twitter. It's like this is, uh, you know, my Xbox or it might be cake, you know? Guy, finish your thought. I'm sorry. I pretty much was finished, I think. Speaking of memes, uh, I think I mentioned this to you guys, but we can throw it out here real quick. So we use an app um, on, for Pokemon called Discord, and that's kind of how you can coordinate like people getting together and do some activities in the game. Um, so Discord apparently is much bigger than even just video games. It's like a social media app. Um, so I told you guys, the other day, Nicole, was, she had Michael's phone. Uh, his, like, he's got iPod Touch because he's on a phone. <coughs> Um, but like on the Wi-Fi, you can use the iPod Touch like a phone. So she looks and like Discord had like 99 notifications. So she just assumed it was Pokemon stuff. So she like clicks on it just to clear him away. And he's in some group called Dank Memes. <laughs> I love it. My this man. Was, this was the first, like this is the first time I felt old because I'm like, like normally he says stuff and I know what it means. Like when they all started saying no caffeine, I knew what that meant, you know? I'm, I said, you guys, I'm like, I don't know what dang memes are. Like, I had to, I had to Google it. Was it I got you back, back, big dog. I got you back. <laughs> I've been knee deep in the memes since the beginning. School's in session. School's in session right now. What are dank memes, bro? It's it's a volatile wasteland of all that is meme. Oh, that man. that's like that's like the uh, the North Philly of memes. Is that where it is? Are all the good Pokemon are there. Uh, yeah, there's yeah. <laughs> Let's back to those layers, Steve. There's <laughs> there's layers of memes in that dank area. There. There's layers <laughs> to the dankness. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the dank web. Now here, I will the... say, I'm not. I I don't know how to Discord or any of that kind of stuff works. Um, but I'm I deal with the dank memes on Facebook. 
There's some heavy shit in there sometimes. This is how you come up with the shit that that you drop on us all the time. It's like I always uh, know you get the meme. I you know what though? You when you when you reach elite meme status, people <laughs> bring the memes to you. That's right. And my people I get memes mean, delivered. I can't leave the bubble, so people bring the memes to me. My people <laughs> mean Alsec. <laughs> Basically. Basically. <laughs> We all got secrets. <laughs> who just spends all day posting stuff on like there's like a group of like five of us. You just post stuff on our pages all day. That's it. I got That's workers it. out there. Just know I got shooters. <laughs> I think I can share this. And so if I can't, buddy, I'm sorry, but like like his work last year told me he had to calm down on the internet. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I I had to tell him to calm down on my page because like my mom reads this stuff and it's like come on dude well I mean safe bro let your mom know she might be a dank meme oh jeez <laughs> after what we did to him on his page we deserve whatever we get <laughs> yeah maybe that's it that's I guess it. he owed us each one that's fair we um for the uh, this is a story most people wouldn't know we uh we just decided one day to start like posting like. We'll miss you, RIP. <laughs> and then it's, it's, it actually it, got, we had quite a following on that, though. So it got traction quick, dude. There was quite a few people that posted. And for the record, for the record, he said in the group chat, let's see how far this goes. Yeah. And one thing you don't do is give Pittman and I like carte blanche on a joke. Dude, the green light was on at that point, there was no turning back. Yeah, he had like ants calling. So it was yeah, he, he allowed it, he allowed it to get it. to the point where he fooled a family member, and, and they were offering um, to send food. Okay. Um, now she showed up. She shows so showed on up. the flip side of it. Your your family owes us a dinner. You got a hoagie tray out of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is if you ever hear us reference hoagie trays, this is the genesis of the hoagie tray joke. Yes, hoagie trays oh, on man. deck means somebody just got killed. Yeah, <laughs> I think this is the story we need to end on. We are yeah, at that point. Bad. I mean, we've already we've already been attacked by the CIA. We're throwing out hoagie trays. We got dank memes. I mean, we've ended strong right here, John. No, no, no. I already... ago, I thought somebody was bringing a hoagie tray to my door. So I'm that's it. We thought we we thought we were going to have to have Pittman's uh, funeral, and then we can really talk about his ass. That would have been I a hell of a remind whoever's listening uh, that. I don't believe in any of these conspiracy theories. Um, Epstein did kill himself. Please don't tie my power off. Yeah, and and uh, Lee Harvey Oswald totally got that shot off from the yeah. uh, from the depository. That's Get a boomerang bullet. Yeah. Boomerang. The, and the Earth's flat. The, yes, the Earth is well. The Earth is well. Calm down, Kyrie. Calm yes. down, Kyrie. <laughs> All right, boys. Until next week. Let's hope nothing floods your basement, huh? See you, Serbia. All right. Thank you, sir. Adios. Peace. Hit it for the top, yep, ASAP Hit it for the top, that's Apex Might pull up on the spot, drop eight racks Eight homies in the squad, that's eight racks Ain't a homie in the squad that can't rap Superhero stats, they gon' ask where your cake at Shout out to Young Miles Morales Pressing the play on the mission The movement is building, I'm styling I just check in with my stylist And write out my plans with the stylist I'ma keep pushing for progress And I'ma keep pushing the process I'ma keep pushing, I promise My niece need a bed for her conscience She need a mansion, a palace I'm reaching for Wonderland status Same on they keeping it honest I'ma just keep it real honest and keep it the beat. I'ma just keep it a hundred. I'ma just keep on just stunting. It's me and the team. Say they keep keeping it bumping. Pen they say good in my stomach. I'm keeping it lean. Eating the beat cause they yummy. Top of the charts, yo, we hungry. We chasing the dream. Like Amos, you test me, you dumb, make the 
sun In search of the blameless like God's only son Jesus peace in a three-piece drip drip Sensei on a chop, hit the feet flip I'm like the off in the cage, the way that I say This ain't life's a beach and I'm chasing the wave I really miss my ring, like story yak and bitch All in your face so you can talk about it Changing the game, the more kicking knowledge Ball main flow when they say I'm so stylish And I always make a point cause they say I'm so valid When I cross over the game, you know I aim high Know I'm coming for everything, I can't lie They say I changed the game and I'm the same guy First class when I fly, you on standby I've been in my bag, you didn't think I lost my mind We've all got secrets. <laughs> That's a good one, mate. A lot of people won't tell, tell you their uh, closed secrets because they might be still in the closet. <laughs> Anyhow, I hope you're having a bit of fun with that, mate. <laughs>